Welcome to Mindful Elevation, a podcast that explores the healing powers of energy psychology and mindfulness. My name is Rachel Tallheimer, and I'm a licensed independent clinical social worker with Elevate Counseling. Join me in my conversations with some incredible guests to see how energy psychology has impacted their lives and how you can use it to improve yours. Not only are these guests my friends and colleagues, but they're clinical professionals with expertise in their fields. These conversations are packed with laughter, honesty, and tons of insight into energy psychology. Feel free to listen at your own pace and in your own space. Thanks for tapping in to today's conversation. Welcome back to this week's Energy Elevator. Today, I wanted to share with you one of my favorite tools for practicing mindfulness, practicing grounding, and helping me accept the present moment, and that is the serenity prayer. Now, before you skip this energy elevator and you say, look, I'm not looking for prayers, I want to just mention that this is not a religious thing. This all ties back to energy psychology. This ties in to how we're feeling in the present moment, accepting what we can control and letting go of what we can't. So keep listening and hopefully this tool can help you. Now the serenity prayer goes back to the early 1930s, but ultimately it was adopted by the Alcoholics Anonymous community in the early 1940s. And since then, it has been a staple in the AA community. And really, the serenity prayer has taken off and is used in so many different things now. For example, Hallmark uses it in greeting cards and gift items. I even have a beautiful canvas in my office that has the serenity prayer on it. So the serenity prayer has really branched out. And I'm glad that it has because it is such a powerful message. You're probably like, Rachel, get to it already. You're talking about this prayer. I don't even know what it is. This is what the serenity prayer is. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Just sit with that for a little bit. Accepting the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So first, I just want to mention the whole God part. God can really be interchanged with whatever works best for you. You can skip it if you want. You can say universe. You can say energy. You can have God be an acronym. I've heard the word God, G-O-D, be an acronym for the gift of desperation. So there's really a lot you can do with it. So again, I just want to push that this is not a religious thing. This is much more of a spiritual, energetic thing. I really like the words that were used in this prayer because I think that they have so much more meaning to them than other words that the author could have used. So grant me the serenity. Not grant me the peace. Don't grant me the tolerance. 
grant me the serenity, this inner zen, this inner balance, this inner peace to accept the things I cannot change. I'm sorry, we're accepting things we can't change now? I thought we were going to push to change the things that we can't change, even though that doesn't make any rational sense. It's this whole idea of letting go of what we can't change and just letting it be. Just accept it. You don't have to like it, right? The author doesn't say, grant me the serenity to like the things I cannot change. It's to accept the things I cannot change. And that's where the power comes in. Just accept it. And then you find the courage to change the things you can. It takes courage. It takes courage because it takes effort to change the things you can. Well, what can I change? I can only change very few things in comparison to the things I can't change. Ultimately, I can change my perspective, my mindset, my actions. Sometimes when I do this exercise with identifying what clients can and can't change, the idea of one's emotions or thoughts come into play. And I would say yes and no, that you can change your thoughts. So no, we can't change our thoughts because there's the intrusive thoughts. But yes, we can change our thoughts by how we actively reframe and challenge and replace our thoughts. But that reframing and that challenging takes courage because it takes effort and it takes practice. Everything else that is not within our own power, we cannot change. We can't change other people. We can't change the weather. We can't change our genetics. We can't change what day it is. We can't change how old we are. There's so much that we can't change, but the power comes into what we can change, which is what we do with it. The last line, and the wisdom to know the difference, I think is, again, a beautiful choice of words. It's not just the intelligence to know the difference. It's the wisdom. There's a cute joke that explains wisdom, and it goes, intelligence is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing that a tomato does not go in a fruit salad. And going off of that little joke, it's this idea that just because we know something, if we don't act on it, then it's not wisdom. I think wisdom is the interception between intelligence and experience. It's where you act on your intelligence and you experience that outcome. So yeah, you can know what you can change and what you can't, but until you're actually acting on it and you're practicing it, then there's no wisdom there. Fun fact, the prayer continues. What? There's a part two? There's a continuation, but I'm only going to share a little bit of it. So the beginning, again, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace. Boom. Living one day at a time, 
enjoying one moment at a time. It all goes down to mindfulness, to the present moment, to accepting all that we have in the present moment, because that's all we have. Stop reaching for the future. The future doesn't exist. Enjoy one moment at a time. Accepting hardship as a pathway to peace. Actually, in the previous Energy Elevator, I talked about the fourth agreement of doing your best. And I had mentioned a quote, a problem is an opportunity for you to do your best. So tie that in to this line of accepting hardship as a pathway to peace. Accept hardship as an opportunity to do your best. You do what you can with the courage inside of you to move towards peace. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Honestly, I could go on and on about the serenity prayer. It's such an important tool for me, and I love sharing it with my clients, with my friends, with my family, and with all my listeners. Thanks for tapping in because I know that it was something that you chose to do. Now go practice that wisdom. Thanks for listening to this week's Energy Elevator. I hope it helps. If you'd like to learn more about Elevate Counseling, you can find us online at www.elevate-counseling.com. Follow us on Instagram at elevate underscore counseling underscore services, or find us on Facebook at Elevate Counseling Services. For those seeking services in Massachusetts or surrounding areas, call our intake at 508-297-1491. New episodes of Mindful Elevation will be released every last Monday of the month. Energy elevators, just like this one, are released every Monday, where I teach energy psychology techniques and tools you can implement into your daily practice. Until then, keep grounding, keep healing, keep growing. Stay mindful.